There's been a lot in the news about the Nasser scandal lately, Shana, but not a whole lot about exactly what's happening in the legislature right now. And that is an interesting story within itself. What what are lawmakers doing at this point to react to this story? Yeah. And I mean, you see a lot of smaller stories whenever the legislature sort of makes a move. And they've been making quite a few moves on this, but we haven't really kind of sat down and looked at the sum of what they're doing. We have dozens and dozens of bills being introduced and that have been introduced and that are working their way through the legislature in the Senate and the House. There's a package in the Senate that has things that would change the statute of limitations on certain sexual assault cases. It would change age requirements. In the House, we're seeing um, changes to the medical profession. So things like reporting requirements as far as what documentation you have to keep when you give certain types of exams, making it a crime to use your position as a doctor to sexually assault someone under the guise of treatment. So there are a lot of bills sort of floating around out there in Lansing right now. So what are some of the lawmakers behind these bills saying about the importance and the weight of this issue? Honestly, I think the best way to answer that question is to defer to Representative Lana Tice, who testified in front of a House committee last week. And she's a bill sponsor for one of the bills in the House package. I don't know that there's anything that we're going to be able to handle this year that's going to be more important than what we're doing right now. Um, I'm, I'm glad that we're addressing it. It, it. Like the rest of the country, while I was watching the testimonies of the victims of Nasser, I was heartsick. How was this allowed to happen? Why didn't we know earlier? How can we prohibit it from ever happening again? Shana, you can hear the emotion in her words there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And that is, I mean, this is a topic that it's difficult to not get emotional about. And every time there is testimony or you talk to lawmakers about this, they're they're frustrated that something like Nasser was able to happen. And I think that what they're trying to do is they see themselves as having a position of power. They see themselves as, you know, being public servants. And this is what they're able to do. They're trying to utilize their positions to create laws to hopefully make sure that something like this doesn't happen again. Yeah. And these situations are are interesting to me. I mean, I've seen this happen before, not this specific Mm -hmm. case, but when everyone agrees that there's a problem, right? But they don't necessarily agree on the solution. You end up having a lot of different proposals and a lot of people coming forward with exactly how they want to be involved in in solving this problem. And sometimes that makes for not the easiest legislative process and, and sometimes not always the most comprehensive results. Right. I think that, you know, one of the concerns that people should be uh, just sort of cognizant of is because we have all of these bills and some of them are are very sweeping, some of them are very specific, are we making sure that all of the voices are being heard? You know, this is an issue and these are bill packages where it, it, it is probably difficult if you have a concern about one of these bills to speak up against it because you don't want to be seen as, you know, supporting Larry Nassar. Or going uh, against think- his victims either. Exactly. But there are still questions that, you know, people are raising and that people have, you know, are there going to be unintended consequences if some of these bills become law? What are those unintended consequences? And lawmakers don't want those voices to be shut out. 